Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create change wherever you may go. All right, everybody, welcome back to Honest Conversations. We're so glad to have you guys joining us. And with me in studio today is Lola. And Elizabeth. <laughs> and uh, now Elizabeth is one of our new team members here. And I just thought before we get started, Elizabeth, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, my home church is Harvest City Church. I go to university here at the U of R. It's technically my fourth year now. I think that's pretty good for the basics. They'll, yeah. they'll get to find me. They'll get to know me there you go you don't get to find me (laughs) (laughs) you'll get to know me better as we go on yeah well it's glad to have you joining the team and you know we're getting a few more people joining as well so it's just really good so um yeah with this episode today uh we're actually gonna be starting into a new series it's kind of a a message that i've been preparing a topic that i've been looking into for a while and I just thought you know we had our meeting about hey what should we do for episodes and stuff and I just thought you know this would be a good uh thing to do as a series and this is actually going to be our first series that we do with the podcast and this series I'm doing I the title I have for it is called Don't Worry Be Happy and you know you got that song stop stuck in your head now by Bobby McFerrin uh so you're welcome everybody uh (laughs) But what this study is, it's a it's a study based on the book of Philippians. And obviously it's called Don't Worry, Be Happy because it's about happiness and, you know, not because there's a lot of worry and stress in life. Right. So, you know, I just thought this would be an awesome series to do, uh, not only for our listeners, but also as a podcast group to get, you know, everyone kind of talking about it and giving their uh, input to it. Because I you know, the book of Philippians, it's not that big of a book, but, you know, it's just a really good thing to look into and to study. Yeah, so today is just more of an introduction session to uh, this series. And uh, so, yeah, I'll just kind of get it started by just talking a bit about the book of Philippians um, before we get into the questions and stuff we have today. So, you know, the book of Philippians, it was written by the Apostle Paul to the believers in Philippi. And, you know, when we look at this example of Paul, when he's writing this, he's actually in a prison cell, potentially facing death. I mean, at the point he wrote it, you know, he was potentially facing death from his perspective. But yet he still had some joy and happiness to him. Like in some of the stuff, like when you go and read the book of Philippians, you'll see like just how he expresses it even reading it it makes you feel kind of happy like wow this guy is awesome i feel awesome now right so he writes a book to the church in philippi because they're also going through some struggles within the church with members of the church um, and also with persecution from outside the church there's just a bunch of things going on so he's writing this to them to try and tell them hey you know you can still have joy in life. You can be happy even though you're facing all this stuff. Don't be discouraged. Keep on um, in your faith. Yeah, because he he just found joy in his circumstances and he was encouraging the others to do the same. You know, in Philippians 1, 29 to 30, uh, he wrote, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, 
but also to suffer for him. So he's basically saying, you know, this persecution, it it's going to happen. That's part of believing in Jesus. And then in verse 30, he says, since you are going through the same struggles you saw I had and now hear that I still have. So he's saying, you know, it, I didn't just have those struggles. I still have those struggles and I'm here with you, right? So that's basically the whole thing about um, the book of Philippians. So now when the first question we have here is, does this mean that as Christians, now that we're believers, that we have to be happy all the time? Hard no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I don't think there's anyone that's constantly happy all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty unrealistic. Yeah. Because when you think about it, the feeling of happiness is really directly tied to what we're going through in the moment, to our circumstances. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, well, not most, hopefully for most people, but for a lot of the time in our lives, circumstances are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Meaning to constantly have to create this illusion of being happy mm-hmm. is just going to be so tiring, yep. so exhausting. So no, for sure not. Yeah, and you know, we're all human, exactly. right? Uh, mm-hmm. If we were just happy all the time, you know, when things are happening to us and we're just sitting there smiling and all happy, people would be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually remember one time someone asked me, like, you're always happy. Are you ever sad? And I was like, I felt offended by that. I was like, am I pretending to people? Like, I'm not always happy. That's not true. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, are you sure you're talking to the right person? No. I'm not always happy. <laughs> yeah, and one thing, too, that this kind of makes me think of is with the Apostle Paul himself, you know, he used to be the one persecuting Christians, chasing after them. He used to be named, called Saul, right, before on the road to Damascus when he had his conversion and he became a believer. Um, I kind of picture him as like a bitter, grumpy guy, right? Mm. And, you know, to be hunting down Christians, you obviously, you're not too happy when you're wanting to be the one running around chasing Christians and murdering them, right? So once he converted to being a Christian and he knew Jesus, you know, he did get more of a sense of happiness in his life, but that didn't mean that he was just all sudden happy all the time. He just wasn't as bitter and grumpy of a guy that he was, That's right? Point, yeah. yeah. I think finding Jesus gave him a reason to choose joy, to choose to rejoice mm-hmm. in his circumstances, to find that contentment whatever he is facing yeah you know and things are not always good in life you know things happen and we don't just have to be happy about the situation we don't have to like you guys are saying pretend we're happy all the time because you know people are going to think we're robots or something so you know like things may not be good but one thing is we have to know God is good, right? Mm. So we can look to him for that happiness in those situations. Mm-hmm. So the next question we have here um, is what is the difference between joy and happiness? Like I've always thought like happiness is fleeting and kind of, you know, connected to your circumstances, kind of like how Elizabeth said. Um, and joy is more like stable and like constant and kind of like irregardless of what you're going to it's just this like a positive feeling or a a calmness that that you know that you feel basically Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I've always seen happiness and joy basically so so to add to that I actually searched up joy in the theopedia to see what the definition would say and I really loved it because it said 
joy is a state of mind, an orientation of the heart, a settled state of contentment, confidence, and hope. And so, wow, that's yeah, that me, defines it. <laughs> yeah, I want that because I so agree with you when you're talking about happiness. So tied to what you're going through. Mm. So tied. Yeah, and then uh, with joy there, you know, because. I believe what you said, you know, we we had to re-record this episode, unfortunately, because of some technical glitches. But, you know, with when you first said it the first time, the first time we recorded, when you're talking about the joy and the happiness and with joy being something that more of like we can show like in the circumstance. Right. I think mm-hmm. is kind of how you uh, just put it. But um, like happiness is something that, you know, it's a bit at a time. Something has to happen for it it has to feed into us but joy is something we can express in the circumstance and you know that's the whole point of uh the this series right is being able to have that joy in our life which gives us that happiness um during those times right and i wonder if there's something about the origin of the of the definition in terms of when i search the bible for joy there's so many verses that use Mm -hmm. the actual word joy but for happiness, I didn't, maybe I, unless I didn't search it well, and nothing came up. So maybe there's something yeah. about the word happiness, because about like the origin of the word, of what it's connected to. I saw somewhere that's connected to like good fortune. So it's, mm. it is a very like physical, you know, about your circumstances, right? You're having good fortune. So that's where the word kind of came about. So maybe that's yeah. how the word's meant to be, attached to whatever's going on to you with you, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, happiness is something that gets fed into you and you express mm-hmm. it in those situations. Exactly. But then joy is something you can express w- from within yourself. Yep, that, that's in really any good. circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like I like that Elizabeth found that. <laughs> Cuz I I just thought that was really good. Yeah. So, we'll just take a quick break here and we'll be right back after the break and talk a bit more about uh this new series. Enjoying our open, transparent, honest conversations? us too be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button honest conversations found wherever you may get your podcasts we at honest conversations know that church isn't a specific building place or brand and actually encompasses the entire body of believers if you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community we'd love to hear from you Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. We want to hear from you. Send us your questions and we'll be sure to include them in our next Q&A segment. Chat soon. All right, guys, welcome back. After that quick break, we're into the second part of this introduction to our new series based on the book of Philippians. And uh, for this second segment, uh, what we're going to do is, you know, just kind of talk about personal experiences that we've had um, with uh, you know, where we found it hard to be happy in those situations and how did we overcome it? Uh, so Elizabeth, let, let's start with you. For sure. Well, there's a ton of times where it's hard to be happy, but the one that I felt was the closest to heart right now, I suppose, is whenever I allow stress to come into my life. I found that stress, anxiety are just different sides of fear. And so whatever it looks like, work-related stress, family-related stress, um, relational, school, deadlines, whatever you name it. I found that whenever I've allowed it to really creep into my heart, that peace goes out the window, joy goes out the window, love goes out the window, 
the world turns gray. I want to hide somewhere. And so, of course, it's hard to see the beauty in life, see the beauty mm-hmm. in God, see how wonderful life is despite everything going on. And so I'd say that's probably one of one of the ones I'd say. Yeah. And how did you overcome that? Definitely still learning. Can't say that I can just snap myself out. Mm-hmm. But I am learning in self-awareness for sure. Starting to recognize when I start to feel more irritated or start to snap at people. And at those moments, I try to take a time out of sorts when I can leave the room, leave the environment, get into a new headspace and ask myself a couple of questions. So whatever it is, just trying to get an eternal perspective on things. I know that this kind of sounds like, oh, wow, the eternal perspective. But (laughs) I found that looking outside the box and outside the situation that I'm in helps me look beyond that and to find hope beyond whatever I'm going through. And so asking things like, is God here with me in this moment? Yes. Is he still good? Yes. Are his plans still perfect? Though they're mysterious, don't make sense most of the time. Yes, they are still perfect. Mm -hmm. And so learning to trust Jesus and choosing to have faith over fear in those moments really allows me to come back to that place of peace, place of joy, place of gratitude. How about you, Lola? I've had different stages in my life where I definitely struggled with, you know, being happy. Um, um, in fact, I remember there was a list that came out where it said, like, the best countries to live in or happiest countries. And they had, like, top countries like Austria, Australia, Canada. Mm-hmm. And I've lived in all those three countries. And I remember <laughs> being, like, I remember feeling sad in Austria <laughs> and, and not feeling happy and feeling like, I want to leave this country. And then being Australia and liking it at first and then being like, oh, no, I'm over this country and I'm leaving. <laughs> and so it's like, it just that really highlighted to me that it's not about wherever you live or what your external circumstances you could have you know the, your dream job that you thought you know mm-hmm. maybe your dream spouse or dream whatever you thought you need you thought you would have there will still be moments of where you're like okay like i'm it's not cutting it for me right now mm-hmm. like i'm really feeling down about you know whatever that is in life and so for me like i remember those times i think when i w- when austria I, I suffered a quarter from this like crisis that's what i like to say <laughs> because i was like oh my god i'm not in my dream job like i was just freaking out the fact that i thought by this age i'd have a dream job and i really struggled with that and i've had other times of course but i think the way um where i've tried to where i have overcome that is really um and it's no cliche, but like seeking with the Lord, really. Like I've no, any time that mm-hmm. that happens where I can't change what's externally happening, or even sometimes nothing's happening externally. It's just a feeling of you know discontentment. It's really about you know me seeking God, and God is then able to remind me of you know His goodness and remind me of His um, His love and His purposes for mm-hmm. my life, and really having to go through His Word. There's just something about like the Word of the Law that comes alive when I'm in those dark moments where it's just like. I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm not feeling like, I'm not feeling joyful, I'm not feeling happy. And God just really seeks, you know, we, when we seek him, he really draws near to mm-hmm. us. And I've seen that tangibly, I felt it tangibly over and over, God doing that. Um, and so even like there's a scripture actually in Philippians that says, rejoice in the Lord always, mm-hmm. I'll say it again. And it's like yeah. that rejoicing in the Lord, like not rejoicing in your circumstance, not rejoicing in, mm-hmm. you know, all those other things. I think that's where it's like, oh, I'm so happy. I won a thousand dollars. That's like, mm-hmm. that's like an external thing, but it's going to pass. And then you're back to yourself, right? Versus when you're rejoicing in the Lord, where it's that constant and it's almost like coming home. Like that's for yeah. me, that's how it feels. Like it's like a homecoming um, when I maybe I've allowed like 
external things to fu- to fuzz up my like I guess my contentment radar I guess mm. <laughs> and then it's like coming home and it's like yes God I, I am enough for you I feel like God is always trying to remind us his children that I am enough for you yeah um, and so even like I saw um, in Psalm 5 51 12 also says restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me so it's like also going back to the cross and reminding being reminded of what you know Jesus did on the cross for me yeah. for me that's really because that's a big part of my like um I guess salvation story, which I guess salvation is a big part of anybody's story. Mm-hmm. But really, God used that re- story of the gospel to really bring me to Him and to understand Him more. So every time I go back to like this, you know, the story of the gospel, it always helps God remind. It, it like jogs my like spirit to remind me that you know God is enough, basically. So yeah, yeah, that's great. And you know, when you were talking about the verse that says "Rejoice in the Lord always," I said "Rejoice." It's like what I was saying before. You know, life may not be good, but God is and so we need to rely on God yeah. in the situations and that's what Paul was saying is rejoice in him even though you're in a difficult time rejoice in him um and you know in a personal experience for me it would be like in high school I one of the things I would do I didn't do anything like that bad <laughs> um but uh you know I was a people pleaser I'd be wanting to do things to make people like me or to stand out and people notice me, Uh, you know, whether it was like just trying my hardest at a, you know, in drama class or in a class and then people going, wow, look at that high mark or stuff like that. Right. And, you know, I the one thing is it was never it was never ending because it wasn't always satisfying every time, you know you know one time the person was pleased with me and then the next time there's like eh, and then i you know there goes my happiness right because i was depending on others um for that happiness and the one way that i kind of found helped me was i started getting more into god's word and studying his word you know praying and stuff and i you know i found that you know god was the one that was pleased with me all the time no matter what you know i made a mistake he was forgiving mm-hmm. and I felt that all the time so I could have that joy all the time where it wasn't like, oh, you're happy with me? Okay, now I'm happy. And then, oh, you're disappointed with me? Now I'm kind of mm-hmm. upset with God. He He's pleased and happy with you all the time, right? You know, there are times he can be disappointed in us, but when we come back to him, he's happy for us, right? Um, so I found that was the one way it kind of got me out of that kind of situation you know that's also one of the factors we'll be talking about in the next episode is the people factor and how we're people pleasers right so yeah do do any of you have like any final thoughts you'd like to add i think for me um i think when you started and you were talking about paul and just the background of how he wrote about philippians and really it's a it's a charge for us to be content and to be mm-hmm. and to be um to find mm-hmm. joy in christ but then the background is that he was facing death like i always find that really interesting like when you, yeah. you see these letters in the bible and then you find that like the circumstances of the person writing it you're like okay you were the person for the job mm-hmm. you had to definitely <laughs> like okay i believe you then yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're facing you know if that's what you were facing and yet you could find that joy you know in your in the situation so i think just that's really encouraging to read and everything and and it's really 
hearing from that from Paul it just remind it, it's reminding me of you know because I read Philippians before but yeah. it's charging me definitely you know to you know to meditate and keep and going back to Philippians as a book of okay yep. no matter the circumstances do not be anxious pray mm-hmm. give be th- um, have Thanksgiving you know those are the things yeah. the, the themes in the book mm-hmm. so I'm really excited for this um, series really so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's awesome a highlight for me was actually in Philippians two uh, Paul just finished talking about. Um, how he doesn't run in vain he doesn't toil in vain and verse 17 it says but even if I'm being poured out as a drink offering upon Mm -hmm. the sacrifice and serve of your faith so he's still encouraging his church still trying to increase their boldness like go for it rejoice come with me Um, where did I stop drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith i rejoice and share my joy with you all you too i urge you rejoice in the same way and share your joy with me i found that joy is it's a gift of the holy spirit it's Mm. something that we Mm. can make the choice to walk in every day something we have access to every day and i Mm. found that it's not just for our benefit it's not just for us to live these merry-gold gold lives which we actually can't have because we live <laughs> in a broken <laughs> world. <laughs> but especially because we live in such a broken world, that joy is what people need. Yeah. You sit on the bus next to somebody, they need a piece of your joy. Mm. You sit next to somebody in class, they need a piece of your joy. Not of your joy, but the joy that you carry through the Holy Spirit. So that challenged me to a greater degree because it's not just about you being joyful or being happy but it's about also sharing that, urging other people mm-hmm. to come out of grumbling, to come out of fear, whatever is holding them back, and to walk into that joy, and to share, too. Because at the end, he's saying, share your joy with me, too, because we need each other. Wow. Yep. Again, bringing it all back to that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and that also reminded me of another, another thing in the book of Philippians when Paul was saying, you know, basically, like he said, he was talking about his circumstance being in the prison cell and he was saying, hey, well, I get to share the gospel with these guards. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he gets a new guard yeah. like every hour or something, right? So he was happy that he was still getting to spread the message in there, right? And, you know, at the same time, that is also spreading joy to other people, spreading the faith, right? So that's what you were just saying there kind of reminded me of. So, yeah. So, yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of this introduction episode. So I hope this gave all you listeners a good idea of where we're headed and you know just kind of a brief outline what what's going to be happening with these episodes is you know I kind of looked into the book of Philippians took some verses and made what I call factors out of them so like I said next week we'll be talking about the people factor Um, then we have the forgiveness factor the sacrifice factor the mind factor the strength factor and the last one, knowing Jesus factor. So, you know, and that one kind of ties them all together. So uh, I'm really looking forward to each one of these episodes uh, with you guys and also with the team here. And, uh, yeah, I just hope you guys are really able to take it in. So once again, just want to thank our partner churches, Gateway Church and Harvest City Church here in Regina. Uh, Thank you guys so much for helping us with this podcast. And we'll be chatting with you guys soon in the next episode. Bye. Bye. To all of our listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Check out our website, anchor.fm slash honest-conversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes. 
See you next time on Honest Conversations.